The Red Room Theater, Episode 96, Pulp Fiction, The Bonnie Situation. Welcome to the Red Rum Theater, where we watch movies, we love movies, we were raised by movies. We're your host, Ernesto Alanis. And Antonio Moreno. And every month we look at one of the movies that helped raise us up. Look how that movie raised us right and raised us wrong. Today we talk about chapter three of Pulp Fiction, entitled The Bonnie Situation. How it taught us how to wash our hands. And uh, crazily, I say this all the time, I've quoted this movie in more council sessions I can tell you. It taught me how to be sensitive to God's leading. <laughs> to what? To God's leading, dude. That, that That's kind of a crazy... It's, that, I mean, some of his objections, some of his soliloquies have changed my life. Yeah, that's Like, true. he gets deep, dude. He gets some deep water. Him and Travolta talking, I'm like, I'm like, man, that's a good point. Like, well, the, the, it's like... <laughs> All the stuff they they go through, and only one of them learns from it. <laughs> That's wrong, dude. Um, but uh, okay, so getting into it. So, Pulp Fiction, part of the one of the greatest years of film is in, in in our lives as far as film releases go. Um, directed by Quentin Tarantino. Um, this last section of the movie is Vincent Vega and uh, Jules. They get the case, and they're trying to get it back to Steak and Marcellus Wallace. And the, the adventures they get in trying to get that case back are, are crazy. Um, so we begin... Well, okay, Now, every single chapter in Pulp Fiction has a prologue, title card, then the chapter begins. Uh, for Marcellus Wallace and... No, sorry. Vince Vega and Marcellus Wallace's wife, the prologue is them driving, talking about Amsterdam, getting their shotguns, the massage conversation, going up to the ho- house and killing that guy. Then it's the title card. The chapter starts. Next chapter, the gold watch, begins with Walken doing his crazy monologue, title card, chapter begins. Well, all of a sudden, the gold watch ends, and I'll get a title card and no prologue. That's because... The prologue of the movie is, is the, the prologue. That's exactly right. The honey bunny conversation is the prologue to this chapter. You, you forget that even happened. Which it makes this movie so brilliant. Because when you realize, listen, I missed it. I didn't see it. Well, when he asked for coffee? When they're sitting down at the diner, I don't even consider where they're at until, Not until he says coffee. When yes, he said, coffee. Yeah, I'm like, oh my gosh. I know. I, I, couldn't, I, I couldn't believe where we were. Putting the, that prologue at the very beginning of the movie ties the whole film together in an unbelievable bowl. It's crazy. I love That's it. That's the first time in film history we're seeing stuff like this. I'm, dude, and he's a genius. Since man. then, it's been, it's been copied a hundred times. I feel like since that movie, we start at the end all the time, dude. I know. All the time. American um, Beauty. Dude, dude, straight up. Um, so, great prologue with Tim Roth and Amanda Plummer. I love their relationship. They're actually kind of sweet. They are. Listen, she is psycho, though. She's yeah, but she's like a kid. She's like, almost like a kid. You see her getting excited. Yeah, she's insane. Which, which, right now, like you see her but getting. But he all, knows how to rein her in, though. Yes. Like she's like. I mean, she, the way dude. She, if I ever end up with a woman like this, you better tell me, dude. You. She is. It's just weird how hot she gets for robbing that place, dude. The way she's like, she's like, she turns fast. She's even like concerned about the, did they hurt the kid? There was, never was a kid. Dude, she's been in some crazy movies. Needful Things. She was psycho in Needful Things. Yeah, she was. She was also crazy in. um, So I Married an Axe Murder. (laughs) She's the sister. She's the Axe Murder. That's a great role for her. (laughs) It is perfect, dude. He kicks her in the... <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> dude, she's like, I won't tell her anything happened. He's like, nothing did happen. She, Dude, she's she's crazy. But she's also... She left you a note. And she just starts reading it. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> and she's giggling as she reads it, dude. It's, he's just like... Dude, she's like, uh, stay, I'll make us... 
How how do, how does how does silver dollar pink? Silver dollar pink. All this pancakes. stuff. He's like eggs over incredible. easy. He's like okay, and she just pours <laughs> cereal in the bowl. She's like, I don't have all of this stuff, dude. But she's also <laughs> she's in prophecy with Christopher Walken. I've heard it's incredible. I've never seen it. Oh, it's a real good like it's yeah. it's, it's a real good weird horror movie. Crazy. It's like, real scary. Fun. It's got a little bit of heart to it. Um, she plays this this suicide. That this archangel won't like he, he goes to the morgue, finds the suicide, and brings her back because her soul's in limbo, and he won't let her die because he needs someone to drive him around. And she hates she's trying to kill herself through the movie and gets all more messed up, but he won't let her die. Oh it's, my it's, gosh. It's dark humor, dude. It is it is Sounds so, awesome. It's really funny, dude. Um walking is so brutal in this movie. But um but them getting right, she there's a sweetness there, and he gives her props. He's like that was. A, he tells her like, that was a good idea. Yeah, we made more money from the walls than we did for the register. That's a good idea. She's like, thank you. And she's she, she's with them, dude. She's yeah, just, she is. But their their conversation get to why they're gonna rob that place. Now, listen, I'm gonna tell you something. In the prologue, I don't know it's me getting older or what. I didn't like it tall on the sinking cooks in the. I like he talked about the wetbacks in the kitchen. He talked about everybody's race though. I know. I still. I'm just more sensitive to it than I used to be. I think. I'm like, man, come on, man. <laughs> but then they go back the there later. is all the music's playing. It's and... all the music's <laughs> back there, dude. Like I said, so wet bag, make a dollar for the hour. <laughs> you think he cares you're robbing from the owner? <laughs> I was like, oh, come on, man, come on. But then they go back there. It's straight up, dude, Tejano music playing, dude. I <laughs> Dude, they were, yeah. It's... Um, the whole conversation that's happening, you forget there's a whole restaurant of people with their heads down like freaked out and they're just in their own world so because there's because there's sheep and there's wolves we'll get to that okay oh that's good tony so we leave the prologue because he, he, he they get up and she is cr- she's crazy oh my gosh would you notice that the beginning her line's different than the end. The audio is different. Yeah, they they, they must have the line's it. different too. They they did the yeah they did the, must have done it more than once, and she gets it a it's little perfect, different. Perfect though to lead into that song at the beginning. Oh, oh my gosh! So we come back to the chapter, the body situation, and we see them. In, we we go to the bathroom, and there's a guy in there, and we hear the speech, the verse he's reading. So we know where we're at in the movie. We're like, okay, this is this is back then. He comes out with a big old gun, unloads the thing, completely misses them, and they put him down. And Stinkin' Travolta doesn't think twice. He just goes like, you tell us to someone else in the bathroom. You're like, he's yeah, yeah, mad. Yeah. He's already moved on. He, he's already moved. To him, it's like, oh, that was crazy. Can't Sam- believe there's something else we survived. And Samuel L., it arrests him. It, it, yeah. it, it shakes him. He, a human he, being. he physically stops Travolta and says, you need to think about what's happening right now. Like, his life changed. And Travolta's just ready to move on. Dude, I, I literally did this. I felt bad. My, uh, I got a relative um, in-law who doesn't believe in God. And I fell asleep driving once and crashed our car. And when we, when we, I mean, we crashed, we went, we, we went across the, uh, all the 69, spun on dry pavement, crashed on the opposite side, and we were all fine. And I said, listen, I know you don't believe in God. we got to thank him that we're not dead. And I made her pray with me, dude. I was straight up like Samuel Jackson. Like, I want you to recognize. <laughs> I want you to acknowledge the miracle <laughs> that we just witnessed. And the troll goes, I love Travolta's response, though. Because he's not a God guy. No. And he says, what's a miracle? And he's like, well, God makes the impossible possible. It's like, exactly. It was like he understands, but he's like not in it. No. Um, but he, he's like, do you want to continue this theological discussion in the car? In the car or in a jail cell. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, all right. I love that Marvin's just chilling. He's freaked out of his mind. See, Jules knows Marvin. Right. Which is why he's not dead. <laughs> Dude, listen. <laughs> when he tells them, let's go, is the funniest. <laughs> come on, come on, let's go. <laughs> so they get, dude, I'm going to tell you something right now. Is he a that, friend of yours? <laughs> that sequence, in, when they're driving, and he turns around, he's like, man, you've got to have an opinion. I'm going to tell you something right now. I don't know how he did it to make someone's head getting blown off 
hilarious. Oh, it was amazing. I remember in the theater, like, the, only half of us started <laughs> laughing. <laughs> Sam, I was like, man, she, what the hell going on? <laughs> He's just like, dude, just driving. He's just, man, what the heck? <laughs> He's like, pissed at his boy. Like, what? Like, it's so, <laughs> they, it's not, it's not a moral issue. No, it's, it's, it's really like, just, man, you, we in broad daylight, dude. dude like, like I, the theater, half of us started laughing hysterically. Another half of us would be like, you guys are freaking psychos. Okay, okay. We'll take two steps back. <laughs> Marvin's in the back seat, and Samuel and Travolta are have, hashing out the miracle. They're hashing out what they just witnessed, and Marvin's in the back seat, and Travolta's trying to get somebody on his team. Right. That's all and he's, he's like, look, man, what do you think? He's like, man. And now, by this point, Marvin's chilled out. He is. He's, 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 he's fine. He's just in the back seat going for a ride. And he's like, what's your, what's your take on this? And he's like, man, I don't even have an opinion. And that's the last you hear from Marvin, dude. Dude, and think of Travolta, the way he turns around the seat, he I've done that move. Not with you, a gun. No, no, I'm saying, but you put your lean back yeah. your hand on the, the seat like that, yeah. and your, your arms like over, draped Especially over the... old school cars yes. like that, where it's a bench seat in the front. Love those cars. Yes. And, dude, it's so shocking. Because you, you don't see you it don't, go... You don't even think about the fact that the gun's just resting on the, the top of the stinking seat. It just goes off. He's in the middle of talking to him. Man, what the hell's going on, man? Oh, shit, man. He's like, oh, man. I shot Marvin man. in the face. <laughs> and he's, he's just, like, what the hell you do that for, man? I didn't mean to do it. The gun just went off, man. Maybe you hit a bump or something, man. A car didn't hit no bump. <laughs> and he's like, I, let's just take it to a friendly place. That's all. He's like, this is the valley. <laughs> Dude, I don't know how Tarantino would. He wrote that. They're on a city street in broad daylight, dude. He's so pissed. Did you ever see the, I think it was Academy Awards, maybe. No, no, it was Steakin. MTV Awards? It was MTV Awards. It was Steakin. It might have been MTV Awards where uh, the guy was actually eating a sandwich. He turned around talking to him, and it went off and blew the sandwich <laughs> over the back window. Dude, it's really funny. I got to look that up on YouTube. Because um, there's a lot of a lot of Pulp Fiction like uh, parodies because it was such a huge movie. Man, you're talking 25 years ago. I still remember, the, I remember that parody. I remember the uh, Gump Fiction parody. Where Gump it, Fiction was hilarious. It, it was, uh, it was, that was Mad TV, wasn't it? That was Mad TV. Yeah. Mad TV did that. Uh, Orlando Jones. That guy, that Marvin, was not Orlando Jones. Marvin, though, is from Mad TV. He played the same part. I think that's where the sandwich comes from. No, he did not. Marvin is a Mad TV regular. That's hilarious. He plays the because that Artie Lang from the Stern was on Mad TV. Orlando Jones, Artie Lang. Orlando Jones was on Mad TV. Yes, that's where he got his big star. He was on Mad TV. He was Artie's roommate, and Artie was a stinking cokehead, and they hated each other. <laughs> so. Samuel's got to call his homeboy because he's the only one in the vicinity that he can call. And this is where we get the best cameo. Oh, my gosh. He's got, these guys have bull, They're covered in blood. It's nasty. And brains. Did you see the brain? In, in his fro. In, it, it, it's disgusting. He's on the phone and you're looking at brain, dude. <laughs> that is nasty. <laughs> Man, what the? Dude, <laughs> and Travolta ah, is so like, it's like the equivalent of you're driving and you got an idiot buddy sitting next to you who will crack opens a beer or something and it just sprays everywhere because it's that shock of what are you doing? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what's crazy? He is, to him, it's the same level of convenience. The fact that someone's dead isn't like no. That, the the killing of a random human being isn't the point. No, it's the it's just, just the, like uh, you mess up my you, you mess this up. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're on the road. <laughs> it's, it's it's and you got to remember the time. It's morning. This yeah. is early in the morning. That scene. If someone look, like whether you laugh or don't laugh, shows if you're a Tarantino fan or not. Like that's you got to be a kind of a certain kind of person to like these kind of movies, and we're that kind of person. Yeah. Um, it's crazy that I love these kind of movies, but I also equally love Wes Anderson movies because those are so pure. <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny. Um, but uh, Tarantino likes to be in every movie he makes. He likes to have... Did he not have a cameo in Once Upon a Time? Did we miss it or did he not have one? Maybe he cut it. Maybe he had to cut the scene he was in. Because he he's been in every... Everyone. Okay, let me ask you this. 
What's your favorite Tarantino cameo? Dude, I love Desperados. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> I just watched Desperado Dude. on Amazon Prime. The being joke is one of my favorite jokes. <laughs> the best is that really good-looking Mexican dude sitting with him. And he starts laughing, and he's got no teeth. And you do it. They're just in Mexico. It's they got so... the two canines. All he's got are the two canines. Dude, it's so funny. Oh. Yeah, that joke is. He, he even gets Cheech to smile, dude. It's so funny, dude. Uh, gets put down. And he's killed in the basement. Yeah, that sucks. But uh, that might be my favorite one. Because uh, Reservoir Dogs, eh? You know? What do you mean, eh? Dude, the whole like a virgin conversation's genius. This is a good one too. It's a, this is a real Jimmy. It's right, Jimmy. Was he in Jackie? I don't know. I go back and watch it because I'm pretty sure he wanted to be in, in everyone. Every, but I don't know if he's in Django either. He's. I tell you what, though, he's got an amazing part from Dust Till Dawn. No, 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 he is in Django. I don't think he has one in. Um, oh yeah, he's in Django. He's with those yeah. chicken. Uh, I don't know if he's with um not Django, Inglorious. I don't know if he's in Inglorious. He might not be. Mike Myers is though shoot. Um, Who Mike, Mike Myers? He's, that, what an awesome <laughs> random scene, <laughs> dude! I'm like, how do I know? I'm like, oh my gosh, it's Mike Myers. But um, they get to Jimmy, and people get mad at Tarantino saying he's a lot of they, people call him a racist and a sexist. But I'll tell you one thing about his movies: he says the N word a lot. In now, his I'll tell movies. you another thing about his movies, which is why they're amazing. Which is what Joe Rogan touched on when he was talking about Once Upon a Time. You're, if you're as good, you're only going to be as good as he is if you do not conform anything to what anybody wants you to. That's why he's so good. That's why Jamie Foxx was on Howard Stern saying people stand in line to be in his movies. Samuel stand in line to be in his movies, dude. Leo, dude, these guys, guys like him, Di- uh, DiCaprio, Brad um, Pitt wanted to people be in. take pay cuts to be in his oh films. for sure just like for Jonah, movies like this and Scorsese gets the same, same treatment I was gonna say people Jonah wanted, Hill right went from making millions of dollars to making scale just to be in Wolf of Wall Street just cause he wanted to be with Scorsese and you know that uh, I was watching Home Alone this week Candy did scale to be with John Hughes in yeah, Home because, Alone cause it was some of the um, what do you call it people from the Canadian thing what's that show Canadian Bacon no, no, the Canadian, the the <laughs> SCTV. Yeah, what's her name? The girl, the yeah, mama. They they go way back, dude. Was Gene Levy in this? No, Home Alone. No, he was. But um, he was with them though at at that SCTV. Jimmy is is this great situation. This character is called the body situation because they roll up in this guy's house with a dead body, and his wife comes home. She he's in stuff that she doesn't know about. Obviously, yeah. he has gangster friends. Yep. She doesn't know that he has his other life, and they're gonna mess up his crap. Yeah. They show up at his house. She's working the graveyard shift at the hospital. She's getting home anytime, and she's going to be exhausted. Jimmy's at home making coffee in his robe, just chilling out early morning. I like how annoyed Jim, Jimmy is. Oh, dude. <laughs> You'd be crazy. Like, you want to help a guy out? But listen, I want to say something right now. I don't like Travolta in this scene. This scene, because he, he pisses me off. If you have to ask someone to bail you out, you gotta eat humble pie. Yeah. If you're in trouble, it's and, and that goes for the wolf and for Jimmy, dude. You yes. Eat it. Yes. Thing is, I've needed people's help before, and when you need help, you gotta call and be like, "Listen, man, I." And you get you. Listen, first of all, when you're calling somebody unexpected like that, you're already annoying. You're already on their nerves, and you know it. And you need their help, so you better kiss that booty. You and listen, they're bailing you out no matter what. I don't kiss booty much in my life. But if someone's going to bail me out, I'm kissing that booty. You better kiss that booty, dude, because they can hang the phone up. They don't have to do anything Dude, you. I've had people, like, just come help me out, like, strand on the side of the road, have to move someone, just some, like, crazy in the last minute. And when they do, I'm, I will buy their meal, I'll put gas in their car, because they're helping you out. Yes. They're going out of their way, and I appreciate that's a huge. And you can't be a jerk to them. If, 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 if you're... Like you don't keep them waiting when they come pick you up. You you, you gotta be cool. And Travolta, what does he say? If meaning the family's gotta eat eat ass, he didn't fair pick up his A. That's a terrible attitude to have. Yeah. Like he's like, listen, I know we need his help, but if he's gonna be mean to me about it, I don't want his help. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's the only thing you have right like now. Like you're on the edge of going to prison. Yeah. And he's still being cocky. Mm-hmm. When it's Samuel Jackson the same thing later, he goes, he didn't even get mad when you you were uh You're effing with him. <laughs> <laughs> but Travolta, like I just don't like his. He 
What is he? The wolf. Please would be nice. Would be nice. I, I, I just, Samuel the Jackson. wolf's face. Oh, Samuel, dude. He was just like. He can't believe because the wolf is there to save their all, life. When you hear the name, the wolf, oh. and you see Samuel's reaction, you know he's somebody important. What a great introduction. What kind of dude is at a, cock, a black tag cocktail party early in the morning drinking stinking whiskey already? Dude, that's an important dude. We right quote there. this line all the time. Shoot, Negro, that's all you had to say. Yeah. We say it all the time. The best is you get Ving Rames end, and then you get Samuel freaking out on the phone. Ving Rames is totally calm, totally chill. And he's like, What's the situation? So he's gotta he's gotta he's gotta get the details before he can make his decision mm-hmm. what he's gonna do. Because you don't call the wolf in. If it's just the something. wolf is your fixture. He's your yeah, ace yeah, in the yeah. hole. Yes. You pull the wolf when when you need s- you get you, you, something bad happen. You pull the wolf when Malkovich is chomping on Oreos, dude. <laughs> like you, that's like your <laughs> dude. <laughs> what does he say? He says, um, chick, chick, chick. give him his money. <laughs> he beats me. He beats me fair and square. <laughs> First of all, did you see the yes. picture? Grim Reaper? He's back. He's yeah. You said it. You said you wanted death back. Yeah. And yeah. they heard your voice they and did. gave it to they you. They really did. That's I a- cannot believe he is in the first still picture of the new Bill and Ted. And you know what? Alex Winter looks okay. Yes, yeah, he's death. No, not no, not not not, not death. I oh, mean, Bill? Bill. They because he's been sitting next to the phone for 30 years. They put makeup all over him because he I saw a picture of him before the movie. He looked they really did a lot to make him look younger because he looked old. Yeah, well, Keanu does it. <laughs> Poor Keanu's got a girlfriend that's 10 years younger and looks 20 years older. <laughs> I mean, what's that really good looking? Mirren. Helen Mirren. She's better looking. She's 90. <laughs> well, Helen Mirren, she's a, she's a dame, dude. She's super fine, Jimmy Snucker, dude. <laughs> she's been beautiful forever, dude. <laughs> Helen Mirren, you're going to go on Helen Mirren. You're like, hey, baby, I'm a super freak. <laughs> She man, she chew me up, spit me out, dude. <laughs> oh shoot! But um, <laughs> I don't know where we are right now. We're at the Bonnie situation. Okay. Full. Okay, so Jimmy is chewing Samuel's booty right now because he's like, "Look, you, he, pretty, pretty much you're up in my piece right now, and with the, some gangster stuff going on. I mean, dude, Jimmy obviously seen the dead body." He's obviously seen the blood everywhere, but he's They're not. They're covered in blood still. Yeah, well, he's not shaken by it because he knows Jules. That's his boy. He yep. knows he's a gangster. But he all, you can also tell that they're homies by the way he talks to Jules. Yes. There's, there's a comfort there. There's yeah. a history there. He's dropping the end bomb on him, dude. So the, the wolf, what a great. When you, so you see him taking notes, and he's just. And he's like, he gets it. He goes, all right, that place, it's, uh, this, it's 30 minutes away. I'll be there in 10. I loved him. Like that yeah. that simple intro. I'm like, what a man. What a like I can No, is it just me or does he have the worst handwriting you've ever seen? I didn't let him notice it. Jeez. Listen, I love driving fast. I've never made 30 minute drive in 10 minutes. Never. I once made a 20 and 10. I thought I was the king of the world. I was we were we were here on Court Street, dude, right in Flint. And between Angie. Oh, you kids, covered ground in Flint, dude. You, dude, exactly. And it's uh, me and Angie dropped the kid off, the kids off, and we're driving. And I'm like, what do I do? Should, let's, let's see a movie. So I pull up my, we're, I, I'm driving, I look at my phone, tr- pull up, I'm like, babe, the movie starts in five minutes. We're not going to, we can't make it. It's starting like right now. And she looks at me, and she, she always gives me crap for driving. I'm driving too fast. She goes, you can get us there. Well, she also knows movies now. When you get a start time, the movie's starting 20 minutes later. But she gave me permission to burn the world down. Did you guys go to the rave? What? Rave? Rave. I got us there. It was so fun just driving like a psycho through Flint for like 10 minutes. It felt great. Dude, once I hit 475, I drive so stupid, dude. People, <laughs> people want to be in the fast lane going 60 on 475, I don't dude. know what people are thinking. You know, I just stopped calling it the fast lane. It's called the passing lane. Yes, it is. If I'm going 80... 
and someone comes up fast behind me, you know what I'm doing? I'm getting over. Letting them, cause if, if they're going faster, you know I'm what? Yielding the lane. You know why? Because when you jump over, they're gonna fly by, and you're gonna get right back over. Exactly. It's not a fast and lane. They're gonna give you a nod, like cool. It's a passing lane, dude. Yep. And I know I'm not gonna get pulled over for speeding because they're in front of me. Dang straight. I, I just people will get their 75. Like I'm going 75. I'm like get the crap out of my way. Dude, imagine being in a semi and you got to yield for somebody. It's like, dude, you can go you can go 80 right now. I can only go 68. Ugh. So, Kaitel, it's a great role for him. Oh my gosh. He's so good in this movie. And I you know I don't know Kaitel's career that much, but I love him. I, I enjoy Kaitel. When I see Kaitel, I'm happy to see him. Even in a movie like Little Nicky, I'm happy to see Kaitel. Yeah, dude. because it's a better role than it was in Be Cool. That Be was cool disgusting, sucks. dude. That movie sucks. You know a movie's bad when you that cast can't save the film. Mm-mm. That you know, you know that movie's bad when the when when the introduction of a new actor saves the whole movie. That was the, that was like besides Scorpion King, that was The Rock's first big stinking movie, and he stole the he whole stole thing. the whole movie, dude. You knew he was going to be an action star. He was going to be a superstar because he can act, and he's so char- his charisma flows dude, like butter. Scorching. <laughs> when he smacks his own and, and that cowboy's just like... <laughs> Dude, he's the greatest guy. He's like, yes. <laughs> he's like so happy with his outfit. Scene. Dude, he goes, next time you do a monologue, probably she spoke by one character, not two. He's like, okay, okay. Because he does the... And he's like, maybe you shouldn't do it for a woman. Do it for a man. Do a man's monologue. He's like, okay, okay. Dude, he's like, I done brought it. Scene. <laughs> oh, it's already been brought in. That's <laughs> amazing. And he does it so He's like, so happy when he's done, dude. He's just like, in his mind, he's like, did you guys just see that? <laughs> the rock, dude. He's so great. Like I don't want I'm not I don't I'm not, I don't have a lot of hope for the new Jumanji film being good just because I'm like it'll be good because I love Devito and Glover. That's but it's gonna be cheese ball. It's not gonna be as good as the first one. No, but The Rock. It's be fun watching him have to be someone else. Like him having to be like watching him and Jack Black have to like be someone else to themselves. Yes. That's gonna be a fun thing to watch. Jack Black. He, he, he was the whole first movie. He was fantastic. He was unbelievable. He he was really good at being a sixteen year old girl. <laughs> he, surprisingly, he has a strong feminine side and just it just flowed. Yeah, it was funny. But uh, the wolf comes, and the wolf does it. Like the task seems impossible, and he they've only they've got a very small window to get everything cleaned up and out of there before the wife gets home from work. And Jimmy's just, freaking out, and one of my favorite parts of this whole part is it starts off with Jules complimenting the coffee. Jimmy goes on a tangent and says, listen, my wife buys crap. I buy the coffee because I want to taste it. But I don't care about the coffee right now. He and he just I don't goes care the coffee in, in my cup. I care about the dead in, in my garage. <laughs> Did you see a son, man, Jimmy? You know how to say, did you see a son? <laughs> Take a little smile. I mean, you know I didn't see no son. Come on, Jimmy. You know I didn't see no one. <laughs> That's really funny, dude. He's trying to keep it down, and Jimmy's just so annoyed. And Travolta is just fuming. You dude. see him in the background. Not He's like, don't you he's talk like, to me like man, this man, we ain't trying to F up your ass. Man, man, you effing up my ass right now. <laughs> We're going to F it up big time if finally comes home. The wolf. You gotta, you gotta call some people. <laughs> <laughs> Tarantino, what a ripping him, dude. He's just ripping him. Um, but uh, the wolf gets there, and the wolf is just so cool. First of all, they go to wash their hands in the bathroom. Uh, wait, wait, wait for okay. the okay, wait for the end of that. Um, and the wolf, you're right. The, the coffee thing. The, that's a great. It's amazing. I, I to this day. I just want to drink a cup of that coffee, especially because the wolf's like lots of cream, lots of sugar. I'm just like, that's my cup of coffee. I want to know how good that coffee is. I got a coffee story for you, dude. I'm watching SNL, and uh, two weeks ago they did a thing because you hear about uh, at the G8, so at some kind of climate summit, um, like the president of France, the president of Canada, prime minister of Canada, and the um, 
the Prime Minister or the President of the UK, Prime Minister of the UK, all talking, tra- talking trash on Trump and an open mic, Mike caught them talking trash on Trump, going to get hookers and the peeing on them and stuff. It's it was it, it's it's a hot mic and they're just talking trash. It's three world leaders talking trash on the American president. It is unbelievable. What? When did this happen? It happened like three weeks ago. It's crazy. Well, they did SNL skit about it with those three guys at the cool kids table and Trump wanting to be with them. And it shows Trump sitting with like the, the he's with like the Dutch ambassador. So he's like at the, the lame kids table, <laughs> which if I was Dutch, he'd be like, shut up. <laughs> That's hilarious. But this is part where it shows tr- Trump. And he just and he goes and gets his coffee and starts put, he pours sugar. And he just, st- just stands there with the sugar just pouring. And I'm like, oh, no. I drink my coffee like Trump. Dang it. <laughs> you, yeah. I was like, oh, no. I do, too, dude. <laughs> dude I love. I'm, I, I'm straight up Clarence Worley, dude. Dude, I will pour the stinking sugar, and I'll leave it pouring until the guy in Rossby goes like, what are you doing? I, I want to shock them with how much sugar I've got in my coffee. Like, uh, it's real bad. I love It's like my buddy Juan Gonzalez. We were eating at Bill's place, and he was put just putting the most pepper I've ever seen on eggs before. And I'd like just at him, crazy? Insane. I look at him, I go, are you serious? And he looks at me and he goes, no, I'm going to take it all off. <laughs> and I'm like, dang. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, the wolf, the, the, he's, he's in the middle of solving all these problems. Like he's literally in- solving problems. He's in mid-thought. He's got a game plan. Like that's what he does is fix his problems. And he's turning over the camera, taking it's a sip, and he stops and comes looks back at Jimmy and he gives him the gives him props on the coffee. He's like, he's like, mm. <laughs> it's great. It just that from him, that's a meaningful statement. Jimmy took it too, and he was like, Oh man. And Jimmy doesn't give the wolf crap because the wolf carries. Jimmy knows the wolf somebody. So Jimmy's anything the wolf needs. He says, Okay, Jimmy, um, I noticed. There's some cupboards in the garage, and it's a pretty domesticated place, so it leads me to believe that there's lots of bleach and cleaners and this, this, this. And he's like, oh, yeah, 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 sure. Like, anything he needs, he's like, he's got it. He's got him. But uh, he gets him moving, and Travolta gives the wolf some guff. <laughs> it made me uncomfortable. I didn't like it. And that, that's the line. He goes... Don't look at me like that. I can feel your look. I, I, it's a great line, dude. It's a gr- it's, it, the dialogue, I copy this crap to this day, yeah. some of these lines. They dress up the car, and sure enough, it, it's going to make it. It looks the fine. Best, which I still quote, is because the car is covered in blood. Yes. They've got to spray everything down, clean the windows, and but they only have to get the big parts of yeah, brain. Yeah, 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 yeah. Soak up the pools of blood. Soak that. And okay, uh, uh, aside from Jim, uh, aside from the fact that Travolta's in the back just cleaning, and Samuel's cleaning up brain and all this stuff, and he's like, "I'm never gonna forgive you for this." That argument's amazing. Yes, but they come outside. The wolf and Jimmy look in the car. There's the the quilts are on the seats, and it's presentable. Yes, it is. And Jimmy's like, "I can't believe it's the same car." And the wolf, he's like, let's not start sucking each other's mm, just yet. <laughs> so <laughs> funny, dude. That's a lot I've never quoted. But, Man, I have, dude. <laughs> I believe you. You guys dude. done blowing each other? <laughs> but uh, then they uh, they make them, they wash them off. Because he goes, next step, cleaning you. You've all been to county before, I'm sure. <laughs> Dude, so. Makes him trip down and dude, the hose water. First of all, you know it's a chilly early morning. They're standing outside, booty naked, and, and the they hose got bars water. of soap. And he's like, "You've all been to county before, I'm sure." I, Here it comes, and they're like, "Oh, dang!" Listen, just listen, like, if, dang. <laughs> if they made them really do that. That's because that is painful. Getting sprayed with a hose that cold, like just it would be the best. Is is uh, Samuel's like, man, this morning air is some chilly shit. But he's like, he's putting his head down. He's like, get the air, get it, get it, come on, get it. <laughs> and he's like scrubbing stuff, dude. And the the you know it's real by the way his body language is when he grabs his towel. He's freezing. He's like doing the shake thing, <laughs> grabbing his towel. He's got his afro all wet, dude. But uh. 
Oh, that scene is so funny. Watch. I think at the point, I'm thinking the movie is like, okay, this is the problem they had to solve. They solved the problem. And we go. He's like, strip all the way to your bare ass. <laughs> <laughs> they, they get it. They get it. They, they walk to have some breakfast. And they have, I love. The best is when he's like, okay, Jimmy, give them their clothes. And they're. They, it, number it one, it's fades, hilarious. It comes up. Number and and Jimmy and the Wolf are cracking up. They're dying, and he's like, "What are they looking, Jimmy?" He's like, "Dorks." They, and then the Wolf's loving it, and Samuel's like, "Yeah, the your clothes, mother." <laughs> Dude, well, I, and then Wolf goes, "All right, guys, we're laughing ourselves right into the jail." <laughs> but uh, they get the car taken in. They think they think the Wolf. They thank him very much. But here is where Travolta's finally got some respect. He's finally like, they were both. They were both like, dude, it was a pleasure watching you work because they didn't know what they were gonna do. No, they were freaked. And the wolf shows up, calm, cool, collected, never, never uh, panicked, never like he, he just knew what he needed, and he got it. And it was, but like you said, then you think. There in the in my mind, I'm like, we solved the problem. They go and eat. I love, and this is the thing. Again, we learned a lot of how to talk in, in, in just in this kind of film, in this movies especially. When they're just talking trash about like the rules, they have a rule. He doesn't eat pig. That's a dumb rule. That that's an arbitrary rule. Why does he eat pig? Because it's a filthy animal. That so don't oppress him on this rule. Listen, I have so many dumb rules. I have so many dumb rules. Your opinion on my rule isn't going to change my rule. Like, but the thing is, if you though give me crap and if you can beat my rule, I might change. I have changed my rules because someone, and it's always a fun, playful thing. But if you can show me I'm stupid, I might, I might change my whole life. Because um, my, my rules are like, I drink Coke, not Pepsi. It's one of my rules. You know what? That's crazy though. I love Pepsi. I, I can't do it. Pepsi's like got a little bit sweet. I, it's, here's the thing. I drink. I love Coke, but it's nice to have something different. Every once in a while. But I could drink Big Red every day. I go to Disney. I won't go to Universal Studios because I feel like I go to Di- Universal. I'm cheating on Disney. But I will go to Universal when me and you go into Haunted Houses, baby. That's where we do that. Isn't Universal owned by Disney? No. It's two the, different things. The competitors. It's my you might as well do them both. I, I'm going to someday, but I don't now because of my crazy loyalty thing. But I have all these crazy... I had a rule in college. I never wrote a girl after midnight. And you didn't even drink. <laughs> dude, that's a good rule for everybody. I need a uh, Dude, dude, I've, I've seen some, oh my, dude, I got a, I got a story from you. One of the guys in, in uh, recovery just drunk texted someone. It's legendary. Drunk texted somebody in the program? Someone in one of our churches. <sighs> legendary. A girl? Yes. <gasps> no. Just... Just, just fell off the wagon and started texting. And I know them both. Ah, yeah, you do. Sweet. <laughs> Listen, but I'm saying there's rules I have, but I love t- when, when the guys give each, other, give each other crap is the funnest thing in the world because he's coming at his rules for the pig and they're trying to like juke and jab around the rule and trying to explain his rule. He's got to be tough about it. That's some funny crap. Like, he, okay, Travolta's got him on the ropes. Travolta's he, uh, he really got, does. Travolta is going to get through he the really pig does. rule. He's so, like, I don't eat dog either. Well, yeah, <laughs> dogs feel the animal. I don't eat dog. But so they get to the monster, Joe's monster garage or whatever, and they're gonna they're gonna take care of the car. Yep. And they need a ride home because they just demolish their car. Yeah. They need, they're they're gonna you know. So the whole point of the end scene is they they say, "You want to share a cab with me? Want to share a cab?" He said, "Yeah." You want to get breakfast? Yeah, let's get breakfast. So it's two homies, just got out of a jam. They got a whole day to look forward to. Had a stressful day. Just insane. And it's only 9.30 in the morning. It's crazy. Look at breakfast, just loving life. So they go to the stinking diner, dude. Oh. This. And the movie ends dude, unbelievably. Brilliantly. Just. I'm watching the movie, and when he says, Garcon, I'm like, Oh my god. You gosh. got two real gangsters in a stinking diner that these idiots are about to rob. So you know it's about to be insane. It is cuz you have all of a sudden all your memory of that opening scene come flooding back. You're like, 
They're going to rob this. And these guys are right here. Mm-hmm. This is going to be two worlds. And you, you, you just, it's electric. You know they're gangsters by the way Samuel just sits there and keeps eating his coffee or, or eating his records the and drinking his coffee. <laughs> He's the, just like, I don't the care. The camera's panning and you see once in a while he pans over Samuel L. He is unfazed. It's great. He's just eating. Yep. He's just eating his food, dude. Is he eating his eggs with his hands? Is that what he's No, he's uh I think he's isn't that dipping toast in eggs? Is that what he's doing? And he's drinking his coffee, just yep. chilling. Dude, he's And he just holds his wallet up in the air. Like, I don't care. Okay. Here's the question. What's in the suitcase? So I when I was young and I first started playing drums, I was looking at my I bought my first pair of uh uh cymbals. I don't know what you're going to say next. I'm blown away by this right now. So I remember I was sitting at my chair at my desk with my mirror, and the light light was off, and it was just like the hallway light. And I was cleaning my cymbals, and I looked down, and I looked in the mirror, and it was a shine was on my face. And I was like, I want to make a cymbal commercial. That <laughs> when you open the suitcase, it's like a Zildjian cymbal in the case. Because the way the shine was on my face. Tony, <laughs> we gotta sell this. We gotta make this commercial. This is a great commercial. I know, I know. And I was thinking, man, if I had like a sweet, like, like pasty symbol or something. Yeah, the guys dressed in suits. <laughs> yeah, the, man. Tony, that's a great commercial. I know. I, to this day, I still think about it when I'm looking at symbols. <laughs> <laughs> so I do not think it was a Jillian symbol. No, dude. it wasn't. I hear, I heard rumors that it was. Marcellus Wallace's soul. Or something. I heard that too. I've heard gold. But it, it, I think it's a, it's a, it's a, a truly what do they call it? Not a mulligan. They call it a, not a curmudgeon. They call it. There's a word for something. In, in dang it, your boy Merle's gonna get it again. And I'm not gonna know it. Merle's gonna stupid. bust your a on this one. Um, there's something in in um, in film. It's like this a MacGuffin. It's called a MacGuffin. McLovin? <laughs> the, Mag- the McMuffin? Uh, the, the MacGuffin. The, the McGriddles? <laughs> the MacGuffin is this thing that you don't know what it is, but it just, it's, it's a plot. It just serves as a plot device. Um, but whatever it is, it's beautiful. It's, it takes your breath away when you see it. Every time somebody sees it. The Travolta first time Travolta's seen it, he wouldn't answer Samuel. He goes, are, are, we, happy? are we happy? Oh, we happy. <laughs> He's like, how about Roth, this? It's just like... Is that what I think it is? Well, first of all, they're making their way through the restaurant. Travolta, okay, are we going to touch the conversation? At the very end, we're coming to all okay, of Okay, okay. Travolta's sitting on the toilet. Reading his book. Because in the middle of their conversation, he's, I got to take a crap. Uh, listen, and he says the line, to be continued. Yes. I say that line all the time. So, so do I. All, I I'm talking like, to be continued. I love, it's, it's a great way to hold a spot in a conversation. So, he's in the toilet. Samuel's by himself. Um, they're taking over the re- they, they done took over the restaurant. Now they're collecting wallets. They, he wants everybody's phones, everybody's wallets, everybody's keys, everybody's rings. Dude, I hate how much of a wuss that manager is, dude. Copy shop manager. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a putz, dude. Take what you want. <laughs> it's I, all going to be okay. I love Oh, what does he say? Stop giving them crap. Just give them what they want and, and blah, blah, blah. He's like, shut the F up, fat man. This ain't none of your dang business. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so get he all the get, wallets. He comes over. He gets his wallet. He gets his wallet. Puts it right in the bag. What's that? And Samuel is so cool. I think Roth is like, why are you so cool? You know it, he it, knows. It draws him to He's him. cooler than Roth is, and Roth's got the gun. Right. Then you notice Samuel's got a stinking cannon under the table. Everything about this scene's unbelievable. He says, "What's in the case?" My boss's laundry. <laughs> he says, "Your boss makes makes him makes you do his laundry when he wants it done. Wants it clean. When he wants it clean, sounds like a crappy job. Funny. funny. I was just thinking the same thing. It, it, it just it's just it's amazing. So Roth, but to kill him, he's he's gonna." Shoot him in the face. The wife, his girl, tells him, shoot him in the face. I think we got a vigilante in the mist. Shoot him in the face. Dude, he's, he says, I'm going to count down from three. If you don't open the case, I'm unloading in your face. Counts down from three. Oh, then Samuel tells him, I hate to shatter your ego, but this ain't the first time a gun's been pointed in my face. He's like, if you, you don't open the case, it's going to be your last. Gets him to open the case. 
the case distracts Roth so bad. It's whatever's in it is so beautiful. He's like, is that what I think it is? And he's like, yeah. And he's just staring at it. And he even says, it's beautiful. It's crazy. Like, he's like, he's like, in a trance. she is us. What is it? What is it? <laughs> Damn it. What is it? <laughs> he's, he, the, it's the smoothest thing I've ever it's seen. It's so good. He, and Roth is so scared. He can't believe the gun that's in his face. He can't believe the guy got to jump on him yeah. from a seated position. Yes. Dude. He pulls that arm down. And puts the gun right in his neck. It's, he's got him. And she starts flipping. She, she's losing her mind. She's crazy, but you know what? She, remember she, in the opening scene, she said, I don't want to kill anybody. She, so you know she's not a killer. She's got a heart, but she's crazy. She likes the, the adrenaline. She likes the life. She's she goes, nine what? out of ten ex-girlfriends that I've had. <laughs> she goes, so what then? Day jobs? He's like, like never. Not in yeah, this yeah, lifetime. Yeah. yeah, not in this lifetime. Yep. Um, she's like, so what? The day jobs? He's like, damn, that was like the worst thing she ever said. <laughs> <laughs> so Samuel has him. And he's like, tell that me to be cool. You better tell him to be cool. He's, like, he's, he's trying to talk her down. She's going crazy. She can't believe this just happened, and in her in her mind, she my man's in trouble. I gotta I gotta save him. I can't believe everyone at the restaurant still just They're frozen, freaked out, dude. Because it's called friendly fire. You get capped on an accident, dude. He calms he calms them down. So you let go of the gun, and sit across. Put from your, me. Yeah, and put your palms on the table and sit down right across from me. And he gets him sitting down. And then she's like, "No, you let him go." And he's like, "That's not what we talked about." Like he's he's keeping her. Like he even gives her, like at one point she says, "Just know, if you hurt him, you're dead. You're dead." And he he says to her, "That seems to be the predicament, but that I don't want that, and you don't want that." And Ringo, Ringo does definitely doesn't want that. I love that he calls him Ringo. That, why does he call him Ringo? Nicknames him. He, That's he, hilarious. Listen, I I have a friend in college. Um, he, Named Keith, and he was the nickname giver. Dude, in in art in Waterford, you were the nickname giver, Tony. You gave nicknames that stayed like like stood the test of time. Chili uh, dog, no, Stewball, WK. These names, Coon Dog. <laughs> these names have just, um, just, dude. You're talking 15 years later. I get a call from a number I don't know, so I don't answer it. Weenie, like these we, names. No, Weenie was. I met him. He was Weenie. Oh, right? was he? But he doesn't like you keeping alive. No, he doesn't. But <laughs> so I get a phone call. And I get a message from a number I don't know, and it's it's our buddy Matt Cooney, and he just goes, "Hey, hey, Tony, it's it's Coon Dog." <laughs> he just sticks with the name. Dude. I always go, "Coon Dog with cheese." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, some of those Ringo's names. great though. Ringo's a great nickname, dude. There was, there was these twins uh, at um um at college. They're two twins, and I used to be. I actually, the two, they hated me. Like one of the twins literally said, "He, we're grad, he graduated." He just said. Ernesto, you see, Hanley ruined my college experience. <laughs> You're an animal, dude. dude. But they were these, they always try to show off and be cool in front of girls. Like, like I gotta do a handstand. Dude, like, like, literally that level of cheese. I can do a handstand, guys. Like, it was like, okay, oh you're, you're awesome. Gosh. But uh, Keith called them karate and judo, and together they were double dragon. <laughs> like, he gave the guys nicknames, and they were Oh my god. So Are you talking about KK Keith? Yes. How did he get that nickname? Because we're jerks right back at him. Oh my gosh. <laughs> he hates that nickname. I bet. He's like, come on, guys. I'm like, dude, he came in one day complaining about taxi drivers, and we just he's like, on, he's like, dude, he came in complaining, and we's like, like, dang. Dang, but, KK Keith. But Ringo is a great nickname because it really is. He's kind of Got that that feel a little to bit him. of cool swagger. Yeah, he's got cool hair, good burns. Now we're gonna, we're gonna pause right here. Samuel Jackson, this with Travolta and with Ringo. These two conversations, him keeping the place cool, him talking to Travolta, is why we think it's one of his best movies ever made. Is this one? Mm-hmm. Does Samuel L. have what it takes to make the greatness test? Now Come listen, on, dude. Here's the rules of our greatness test. You gotta have three films that will last the test of time. Three films will show our children's children. Three films my grandkids will watch, and I'll be like, I got you, you guys put that with me, watch this, it's a great movie. Now, right away, Pulp is on the list. He's already got one down and two to go. Tony, do you have one on top of your head? 
Because he's been in a lot of movies, but he's been in a lot One of... One of my favorite uh, characters he's ever played was on uh, Die Hard with a Vengeance. I loved him. I love Zeus. Love. Hey, hey, why do you keep calling me Jesus? <laughs> he said, hey, Zeus, not Jesus. <laughs> I sometimes call Jesus, our brother Jesus. I call him Zeus just for fun. Uh, people are like, is his name Zeus or Jesus? I'm like, ah, it's a, it's a diehard thing. So you say Die Hard 3 is up there for you. I, lo- I just love his character. I love his character too. And you know what? I think there's one and three, and those are the two that are worth watching. Those are the two great Die Hard films. Yeah. Um, what else? I think for me, a Samuel Jackson movie that I absolutely, you know what? I'm going to say it. I loved him in Captain America Winter Soldier. Nick Fury, they... they I'm stupid. They um, <laughs> they let his role be bigger, and he was a G. When they're trying to kill him in the city, and he's fighting and him. And which one? Well, Winter Soldier. Dude, he was amazing in Captain Marvel, too. Dude, I, I loved him the most in Captain America Winter Soldier. Dude, what do you got? It's time to kill, dude. There it is. That he's so good. Time to kill is insane. He's so good. He's unbelievable in that movie. And we all know the line. Like the yeah, line is do. so fa- the line is so famous. Chappelle mocked it on his uh Labatt Blue Ribbon beer. What was it? Uh, Samuel Jackson's, right? Sam Jackson. Sam Jackson, because it was a beer real name. Sam Adams. Sam. <laughs> I'll take a Sam Jackson's. That's so funny. He's dressed in the frilly white shirt. Yeah. (laughs) And the fairy in the commercial. Yeah, kill him. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be burning hell. (laughs) That is one of his most famous lines. Dude, he Chappelle is a a genius. Dude, listen, right there, we've got we got four greats right there. We need to talk about the negotiator, dude. Him and Spacey play off one another. Listen, I hated his hair in that movie. I hated his yeah, hair. Yeah, I did. It was like orange. It was like redhead. It was weird. It's like Alfred e. Newman. <laughs> <laughs> but I loved them two sparring verbally yeah. was just like candy. It was yeah. Oh. Tim L. Jackson, to the out to the to, to, to the brothers, you're great, dude. We love your work. We and there's movies that are B movies you made that aren't good. We still love. Oh, like yeah. um I love Shaft. And the it was the first one. There was um What's it called? Him and Gina Davis. Oh, Long Kiss Goodnight. Long Kiss Goodnight. Yeah, it's not great. a great movie, but it was a fun, stinking movie. Yeah, he was great. It, and he's got some dumb comedies that I really enjoyed. Loaded Weapon 1. Loaded Weapon 1 is so, so funny. Good, dude. <laughs> dude, he's awesome in Coming to America, dude. He's real good at Coming so to America, funny. dude. Wielding his girls. Wielding his girls, dude. <laughs> we watched... Home Alone 2 today, and Tim Curry, when he gets slapped by the mom, and his eyes are all walled up, and his lips are quivering, dude. That's the funniest. That is insane. He's like, do a bundle up. It's cold outside. <laughs> <laughs> he, like, looks away, man. He's so upset, man. Nesta made me rewind because he wanted to see it Was again. he dying? We were dying. Because <laughs> she's like, what? she gets him, and he is such a snooty guy. He's ready to cry from it, dude. Tim Curry is a national oh, treasure. Dude. Dude, he is clueless. Or, or not clueless, <laughs> clue. clue. Me and Sean O'Dell were talking about Clue today, dude. He's just... I've still never seen Rocky Horror, though. I haven't either. <laughs> I'm not a musical guy, though. I don't I'm love musicals. I'm not a transdresser, gender dude. <laughs> I, I kind of want to watch it, though. I do, too. I, I feel like I'm, it's going to be one of those movies you watch and you're too late to the party. Yeah. And it's like everyone loves it and you're like, I don't get why this is good. Kind of like when Shauna Johnson was trying to listen to Stephen Curtis Chapman like two years ago. I'm like, listen, <laughs> if you didn't start if you didn't start in 96, <laughs> it's, it's over. Train, I love it, but you don't. The train left a long God. time ago. Um, that's really funny, dude. Um, but uh, so we get this sequence. Now we're going to jump into... Raise wrong, raise right. So here we go. Before we do, say if you want to support the podcast, two ways you can support the podcast. First, go to patreon.com slash redrum theater. Patreon.com slash redrum theater. Give a dollar a month like the podcast go. It pays the bills to spend a new territory. We'd really appreciate that. Also, if you want to support buy our stuff from our, our t-shirt store, great Christmas presents. Oh, actually, no, it's already December thing. 15th, you won't get there in time. I'm sorry. It takes like two weeks to turn around the shirts because we, we, we print them off 
made to order kind of thing. Um, but you can go to redrum.threadless.com. That's redrum.threadless.com. You can get the, our, the Dang Gina t-shirt. You can get our Red Rum classic shirt. You can get um, also a Raised by Movies t-shirt with uh, the little kid as Rocky. So well, and we, we didn't get a shirt out before Christmas, but we have some more shirt ideas coming in 2020 that you're going to love. That said, raise this right. First, this movie, no joke, taught me how to wash my hands. Straight up. I don't know why I didn't know how to do it, but when Travolta... Oh, that, that's, the, that's the problem right there. You didn't know how to wash your hands? I'm saying no one chose how to... Like, Travolta, I've done that before. Where you just like... Where you just ruin a towel? You ruin it. You just destroy a towel. Because you just crap on your hands all over the towel. And Sam Jackson makes the point strongly. It dogs him. You know how many things I've learned about getting dogged about it? You know how many things in life I've learned getting made fun of? Them? Like, yes. It's crazy. It, and you never do it again because you learn it the hardest no, possible way. No, no. When you get burned in front of people, oh, you, you will never make that mistake again. Ever. I used to wear sleeveless t-shirts and white deodorant, and seeking. Rashop killed you. John Rashop dogged me out First for of leaving. All. For he dogged me out for like he, he dogged me out coming to America style for sticking leaving marks on his couch when I get up. He said, "Man, Ernesto, you wearing that deodorant, leaving sticking white stains on my couch every second day." And I'm like, oh, and everyone laughed. And I, and I was, I was like 15. I had no friend. I'm, I'm just it. And guess what? I, I went and f- I found your and it didn't rub off because I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> dude, dude that is brutal, dude. But, but, I mean, I've learned some stuff. You learn stuff, man. Yeah. Um, what else? You know, I used to love wearing, I'm wearing right now, I used to love wearing sandals and socks. And With your ninja feet. Dude, people blew me up so much, I stopped doing it. <laughs> I'll tell you what, man, I've blown you up a couple times about Ashy elbows, you dude, and and uh, chap lips. Yeah, <laughs> you, you don't eat powdered donut, fool. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I got chapstick and lotion on me, twenty four seven. I got lotion here at my desk. I got lotion. Uh, well, let's stop talking about this. But <laughs> <laughs> right in front of my computer. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's uh, got a lock on it. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's your butt in my head. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's got to be your bull. <laughs> <laughs> you can stick your head up a butcher's ass. <laughs> oh my gosh, he wrecks that line so bad. Um, but uh, anyway, so the best is he's he's like, I watch you get him wet. That's what he's you, like. You watch me wash him. I watch you get him wet. Man, when I got done washing my hands, my towel didn't look like no. <laughs> Dude, listen. That is really funny, it's dude. It's so funny. And Travolta just gives him that look like. <laughs> like, but listen, I watch him. If I had lava, I'd have a better job. Dude, he makes, he, he blames the soap. He blames the soap. I'll use the same damn soap you did. <laughs> Maybe that lavender. <laughs> dude, Travolta hates admitting he's wrong. He hates oh, it. Oh, dude. Like, he never wants to admit he's wrong. But, uh. I know people like that. I watched it. Now, I, I. I wash wrists, hands, fingers. I read a thing saying that if you wash your hands right, they did a study. Man, I wash my hands before I touch my drink. Dude, I do that all the time. What is that movie from? <laughs> is that Wild uh, Wildcats? No. That's the Nisa Suitcase first. No, that was uh, for my jockstrap. <laughs> no, that was the Ving Rhames uh, movie about Don King. No, it wasn't. He was doing the deal Made in the America? Bathroom. Is that what it's called? He's doing the deal in the bathroom. He's like, you can wash your hands. Man, I wash my hand before I touch my... <laughs> and he shook his head. <laughs> He's like, oh, okay, he makes sense. But, um, <laughs> I wash before and after sometimes. If I'm doing a lot of... But washing your hands is like the biggest way to stop not get, not get sick. So I wash my hands like crazy. I wash them good, man. I'm like... Rrr. I get them wet. Then I stink and get the soap. And, I'm, and that way I don't sick and ruin my mice towels, man. So I'm just saying this movie taught me how to sick and wash wash my hands correctly. I just get dark towels. <laughs> Blue light. Ooh. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I swear I got dirty hands. <laughs> to quote. Hey, my bad. You cut your face on that towel. <laughs> Office where it's like the blue light will reveal uh, blood, urine, and semen. They, they, it's all like messed up. He goes, Man, I hope that's blood. <laughs> I, don't, he goes, I hope it's urine. I hope that's urine. <laughs> I was like, Oh, I'm, dude, don't get me started in the office. Okay, sorry. Um, so, but the next one's the real one. 
being sensitive to how God is leaning and leading. This, there's a, they're arguing about the miracle. And Travolta's like, this stuff happens. It happened, like, you know, I was in cops, yeah. you know, and he's like, and that guy unloaded on him, missed him in the hallway. And Samuel Jackson makes this great point. He goes, you're missing the point. It's like, I don't know if God's up the bullets, found your car keys, or Turn changed Coke, Coke to Pepsi. Pepsi. The point is, I felt the hand of God. And that's a powerful crap, dude. Yeah. And the thing is, is in that moment, Sam Jackson is going, he says he's going to change his whole life. And he does. He changes his entire he says, life. As soon as we deliver this to Marcellus, I'm out. I'm done with the life. He's like, what are you talking about? He can't believe it. Yeah. He cannot believe it. So what are you And I love it. He's gonna walk, like Canaan Kung Fu, gonna walk the earth, gonna do the work of the Lord. And I love that he actually does the work of the Lord in that last scene. He saves that guy. Yeah, he does. He saves that guy. He saves them both, him and his girl. I'm buying some for my money. So he tells them that, 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 that we're back to the sinking cafe. He goes, go in that bag from my wallet. Which one's in it? <laughs> what is this I bad still want to buy one. It's <laughs> just bad mother effort. I could, I could get away with having that wallet. Listen, when they pull it out, I started laughing. I thought, I thought he was just being stupid. Yeah. But it really says. And it was a thick old wallet, dude. It's like, well, pull that money out of there. And how much is in there? It's like, like, like 1600 or something. It's like, that's you. And the Travolta. Travolta comes out. Okay. You hear commotion. And, you, and automatically, Samuel knows. He says, Vincent, Vincent. Stay, you know, stay back. Hang back. He comes out. He's got a gun on the girl now. The girl doesn't know where to go. She's pointing at him. And she's so, she's like, I got to pee. Like, yeah, she's, she's so stressed. Out. She's she doesn't know what out. to do. And I tell her she's doing good in Ringo. Samuel is so sweet with her, dude. He's he, so, I'm proud of you, him. baby. Like, he's so sweet with her. He's like, Ringo's proud of you. Tell it. You better tell you're proud of her. And he, and he, even he's like, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you, honey bunny. Like How do you pumpkin? How do you pumpkin? Or what? How do you anybody? Whatever he says. Um, basically, I'm buying it for my money. It's like I give you this money so I have to kill your dumb a. And he quotes the Bible verse again. But he changed the whole. And he told him why it means something different to him now. Yep. Which is crazy. He's like, he goes all the way. I used to just think it was some scary, cold blooded stuff to say to somebody before I put a cap <laughs> in there. <laughs> and he's like going through what it means. He's like, but you're the weak man. And I'm the shepherd. No, he's, I'm the evil, I'm the tyranny of evil men. Yeah, that's right. But I'm trying to be the shepherd. Like, he's like, I'm evil. I, I'm the tyranny of evil men, but I'm trying. I'm trying real hard to be the shepherd. And you see him start doing the work right then. He, he hears the voice. He obeys the voice. He said, normally, you'd be dead as, both of you'd be dead as fried chicken. <laughs> It's a great line. It's a great line. Tarantino, what a great writer he is. I, what dude, a great writer. Un, dude, could you even imagine the first screening, the first crowd watching that? I can't. Dude, even the trailer for this blew my mind. I know. And the thing is, I remembered. Listen to this. Here's a story for you. I, so I'm 94. I'm just starting to go to church at this point in my life, okay? I'm brand new going to church. I've been going to church for like a year, maybe less. And I can't stop cussing. I'm a cussing like a sailor all the time. I just... And I couldn't, and I realized I watched a lot of movies. I used, I used to ride home from all those carry out, go to Video Giant Monday through Thursday, grab two movies, two for one. You stay up late as a mug watching them. And go to school the next day. I just did it every night. I didn't care. But I'm like, you know what? In order to stop cussing, I need to just give myself like a, 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 like a juice. I need a juice fast for like a summer. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick it for a whole summer. I'm not going to watch any radar movies. And then I see the Pulp Fiction trailer. I'm like, dang it, I messed <laughs> up. But it came out. At the Dollar Theater after summer, and I was able to go see it. And I was like, "Woo!" I almost missed that. But dude, I was so bummed because I couldn't watch Pulp Fiction in, in the normal theater. But I thought the Dollar Theater so was okay. But uh, so anyway, but Travolta doesn't heed the miracle. He and even makes fun of Samuel. Says, you're, you're gonna, gonna be, be a bum. bum. The guy sifting through my trash, begging for money. The guys that we look down on. That's you. He even says, he was, well, what are you going to tell Marcellus? He's like, I'm going to tell him what I just told you. And he's like, I bet you $1,000. He laughs his butt off. I don't care if he does. But he did. He, he leaves the left. And you see Travolta is on his own now. And he stinking he bites gets killed, it. Yeah. He gets killed. It's a, it's a crazy thing, dude. Yeah. And Sam saves Tim, saves And who knows if they didn't 
turn a corner in their lives after Who that. Who knows? That, I mean, how would that not change your life, that moment? A, a, that, that kind of hardcore guy giving you money and giving you the pass. You walked, you ran into the baddest mofo you've ever you, met in your life. ever seen in your life. He could have killed you dead in his, and he didn't. He could have killed you and your girl. You're both gone. He do, I love him yelling at Vincent. Vincent, shut the, he's so mad at him. Shut the, up. If you give that Nimrod $1,600, I'm going to shoot him on general principle. <laughs> Vincent, shut the, up. <laughs> he's so annoyed at him, dude. But. Those kind of and then she's like, shut up. <laughs> but she and she's so hyperventilated. She's so good. She's, she's so, so good. Scared. And she's and like nervous. crying and yep. her girl's just running. It's cr- and she's got almost drool on her. She is so good. And she's in this. like, I love you. And he's like, I love you too, honey buddy. She's so scared. Samuel is so good with her. It it blows my mind how amazing he is with her. Now listen, I have uh, sometimes you, ever, you know I love wearing jeans and a belt. You ever walk in the house, you're wearing your sweats, your shorts, you put your phone in your wallet, your shorts, and start pulling them off you because they're just pulling too much. They put the guns in the front of their shorts. I'm like, how does it even hold an elastic band? You gotta shoot now, your dang dang off. I'm telling you, dude. I was like, oh man, how do they do that? But uh, so that brings the end of part three. That is Pulp Fiction. We, it's a movie we love. I watch it probably every few years. It's one of Tarantino's best. I couldn't tell you my top. That's a tough one. Top three Tarantino? I don't know if I can do it. I'm going to try. Now, next week, coming at you, we have two more episodes before the year ends. We have our end of the year all media blowout. We go over our best movies of the year, our best albums of the year, our best TV shows of the year. So stay tuned for a week till that comes out. And then as a, someone asks us a special question, we love getting questions from you guys. Someone asks us for our top movies of the decade. We're going to give you our top 10 movies of the decade. This is a tough list. Yeah, it is. And Tony and I, what's crazy is we are different, but we have a lot of the same ones, which is awesome. So we're going to talk to you in two weeks about the best movies of the decade. So stay tuned for a great end to 2019, and we'll start a great, awesome 2020. So you can listen to the podcast in the iTunes Podcast Store or on Spotify. And Tony, listen to this. You got a thing from Spotify. You want to know our biggest podcast of the year was? Mm. Had the most listened on Spotify. This year? This year. I don't know. <laughs> it was The Untouchables. Really? It's an old episode. It's a great episode. I don't know why I got so many listens. It's a great episode, though. Okay. Like the show you leave a review? Oh, but we got to give a shout out. Shout out? Do it. Oh, we got to give him an RIP. RIP? Danny Aiello, dude. Danny Aiello died? Yeah. Hey, he died like Thursday. Hudson Hawk, professional. The professional. Godfather, too. Dude was a great actor, man. I like him. He was a lovable actor. He's so actor. good in Hudson Hawk. Dude, he was Survives incredible. in the ice cream. Sprinklers. Oh, the sprinklers. Sprinklers. He, he was fantastic in that movie. I was going to kill a clown and survive in the ice cream. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the two brothers. <laughs> um, he, he was great and professional, too, man. He's, you feel bad. No one robs, no one robs Tony. Um, he's all beat up at the end. Gabe had to give his boy up. Dang. So, R.I.P. Tony. Or Danny, I'm going to pour one out for you. Danny Yellow. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com. As always, I'm Ernesto. And I'm Antonio. And we'll see you next time at the Red Room Theater.